Hello, and welcome to Inspired the Faith, a program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. This is the show to help you to be inspired by our Catholic faith, live out the gospel message, and deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm Emily Jaminette, and I'm joined for each program in studio with my dear friend, Michelle Fanley. We hope this show provides an uplifting 30-minute to help refresh your soul and strengthen your faith. As this show is born out of our friendship, we hope it encourages you to deepen and develop spiritual friendships with your sisters in Christ. Oh, Michelle, hello. Hello. It's so great to be here. What a beautiful day. And it is December, but sunny out. Yes. We're at the third week of Advent that we're recording this. So I'm a little tongue tied because maybe I have too much going on in my mind. But the truth is, I'm very excited to be in studio with you and to really um, get to know some of our special guests. Yeah, we're so excited to have this show to start talking about our 2022 Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. And we are so pumped. We have an amazing lineup and we're really delighted to have our musician to be uh, with us today on the show. Yes, today we are going to be interviewing Tori Harris. And I have to say, when I started playing her music on Pandora, I was really, really excited about who is coming. So let me pause for a minute and tell you a little bit about her. Tori um, is an author, worship leader, and speaker. Tori has remained committed to her core of her mission through story and song to create environments of re, of recipitating the Holy Spirit. Tori's sophomore independent release is Sweet Dolor, debuted number two on iTunes in Christian and Gospel charts, becoming one of the top 150 albums of all iTunes during its time. Later, her interest, um, she became interested in teaching others about the Holy Spirit, and it led to her foundation of Arise Ministry and her authoring her first book, Holy Spirit 101. The text is presently an only Catholic curriculum with an ecclesiastical approval with training and faithful to operate the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So I'm very excited that Tori is here. Welcome, Tori. Hi, thank you so much for having me on, Michelle. I appreciate it. We're so glad. And Tori is calling us from Dallas, Texas, right? Yes, ma'am. I am. Is uh, it smoking hot like there? 80 degrees. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice here today, but it's not 80. <laughs> and it was cold and windy this weekend, so we are oh. jealous. <laughs> but we hope we have a little snow for Christmas up here, though. Yeah, oh, we're excited so you're nice. coming, but we, we're not going to pray for snow. We actually ask convents to pray that it doesn't snow for the Women's Conference. So please know <laughs> that we are not anticipating a white conference. Yes. White Christmas, not conference. <laughs> yeah. So a sunny, a sunny Texan conference. Yes, you Ohio. bring that sun on up to us. You bet. I will. <laughs> oh, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? Because our listeners don't know you and um, they're going to be excited to meet you. Right. Well, I'm excited to meet them. I'm a, my name's Tori. I'm a mom of three. So my full-time job is being a mom and then Alternately, on the weekends, the Lord blesses me and allows me to to play guitar and piano and sing for people, and I absolutely I love it. So, um, yeah, I, I can't wait to to come to Ohio and and worship with a bunch of women at this women's conference. It's it's really special for me to be able to do a women's conference specifically. There aren't that many around the country. Um, yeah, so I'm I'm really excited to be able to sing and play for kind of like my own audience, like people that are more like myself, you know? Um, 
Catholic women, right? Like Catholic living, women. Living yeah, the dream. Like, there will be like other moms there that I can talk to. <laughs> and and that's, that's exciting for me. That's really a great point that you bring up that it is really unique for women to come together to be open to the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I think that even since the beginning of this conference, music is a big piece, you know, getting the right musician to come in and to set that tone sure makes a huge difference. So your music is really an important part. It's not background. It's it's up front and center. Yeah, and it's an important yeah. part of welcoming the women in and also going to be an important part of the worship with uh, Eucharistic Adoration at the end, which is always the most powerful part of the day. Yep. Yeah, I, I love that. I mean, uh, someone once told me that life is a rehearsal for heaven, and that in heaven, what do we do? Uh, but we join with the angels and the saints, and they adore and worship God for eternity, like before the throne of God in heaven. Uh, but if you look at the scriptures, what I've always just found so inspiring is that the angels don't just pray words to God, they sing words to God. And so... I like to imagine that in this dress rehearsal for heaven, which is life right now, that when we're singing, we're actually entering into the higher form of worship, the, the kind of worship we'll be engaging in for eternity. That's so beautiful. I'm, big, I'm clearly a big fan of music. <laughs> I love that. And you know, um, what you, uh, listening to your music, I will say it's not boring. And just this Aww. past week, you know, my kids were like, Mom... I'm a little nervous. Do you think heaven's going to be boring? You know, and I don't know if I want to sing all the time. And we had this conversation. So I think that when, you know, listening to your music is that beautiful reminder of the glories that await us in heaven, you know, that eye is not seen, ear is not heard. But I can say your music is just so touching. So to be able to hear it in person will be great. Well, it's, it's so sweet that you say that. Um, because again, I'm a mom of three and believe it or not, one of the things I most look forward to in having kids is I wanted to be able to sing them lullabies before they went to bed. Um, and I just thought this image of, like, singing for my kids would be so sweet. And yet, most people don't know this, but my children actually don't like when I sing to them. And just last night, as I was tucking my daughter in bed, I tried to sing to her goodnight, and she puts her little hand over my face. She goes, no, Mommy. No singing. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe you're supposed to reserve your voice for the women's <laughs> conference, right? Because we're going to appreciate. People, yeah. Unless I'm singing Baby Shark. I mean, they're okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you probably are learning that motherhood is a thankless job, but, uh, you know, there's a lot of merit in heaven. So I don't yes. know if you know, but Michelle and I both have a gaggle of kids. She has four and I have seven. So we, we know what that's like when they shush you. <laughs> And that's the best part of the women's conference is you get this day to yourself to fill up and, and to sing and worship and praise. And I do bring my teenage oh, daughter, though. So yes. we bring our teenagers, but they actually oh, like wow. hang out themselves and enjoy the day. Yeah, they know they know they're going to hang out that whole day uh, together. But we sure love to hear a bit about your faith journey. You have a really neat bio um, and, and just a woman, again, promoting the Holy Spirit. You know, how did this how did this come about? Well, the. My, my faith, I grew up as a lifelong Catholic across the street from a convent, so I would walk to daily Mass when I was in high school, um, but I had a huge reversion to the Holy Spirit right in the middle of college. I'd say my freshman and sophomore year, I really fell away from the Church. I had some very liberal professors, one of which specifically uh, taught a philosophy class, and I remember uh, this professor gave a quote from Nietzsche, the philosopher, who said that Religion was the opiate for the masses. 
And I remember thinking to myself, like, oh, gosh, I'm, I'm enlightened now. I'm in college, and religion is a myth. It's, it's not real. It's fake. And being so moved by that false philosophy. Uh, so it really took the Lord to dramatically encounter me when I was uh, between my sophomore and junior year. I was at a, a, a wonderful Christian summer camp and had this encounter with the Holy Spirit that was uh, completely life-changing. I came home. I, when, when I say that I came home a different person, I really meant I came home a totally different person. My mom was even worried about me. She was like, well, you're like super Christian now. Um, and, and that's when I just decided to give my whole life to serving the church. Uh, God became really real for me at that point in time. Uh, and so then after that, my, I was in school to study music. I wanted to be a pop star. And so, um, you know, with this newfound love of the faith, I just started writing Christian music. And, and that's how everything just kind of fell into place. That's amazing. What a, what a beautiful story and way to, wonderful way to use your gifts and talents for the greater glory of God. I love it. Thank and, you. And I, too, like very much enjoy your music. I think actually, Dave, um, our producer here at the radio, was one who turned us on to you. And, and I um, put you on my iTunes and have been loving listening ever since. So it's, it's really a gift. So uplifting, so heartfelt. Um, it's something you, everyone needs to listen to in the car because we listen to so much stuff, you know, and it's like, oh, you put that on, it's like you're at peace while you're driving around. You know, yeah. I think, Michelle, you bring up a really good point, too, is that as we are leaning up to the conference, you know, you can come to know Tori's music before she arrives, right? Don't miss this opportunity by waiting and waiting. And then you're like, oh, that I listened to her, you know, album two months after she left. So, you know, I encourage people to go to their iTunes to start listening and really appreciating the gift of her coming all the way from Texas and leaving her three babies to come be with us. Yes. So I say download it now. What do you what do you think about that one? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I want you to will you share a little bit you are going to be leading our adoration, which is yeah. You know, one of the most powerful, I think, parts of the conference is Eucharistic Adoration with Father Dave Pavanka. I'm excited that you've done other events. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about what to expect during that time of the conference? Sure. I would say Eucharistic Adoration is all about you as the woman, a woman before God, having a personal encounter with the Lord while surrounded by community. Uh, So during that adoration time, First of all, you can expect Father Dave Pavanka. He's going to pray boldly and fiercely to intercede for you, for the Holy Spirit to just pour himself, lavish his gifts and consolations on you to make that time and adoration powerful. And then uh, as I lead worship, um, I would expect uh, to, to just build off of what Father Dave is doing for you as a woman to create that environment where you can reflect and meditate on the majesty of God, but more importantly, how much God loves you and how He really does have a plan for you wherever you're at in your, in your role as mother, in your role as wife, in your role as single woman, um, that God has you exactly where you're supposed to be. Uh, and, and adoration hopefully will be a time where you can rest in that and then be empowered by that. 
That sounds amazing. I love having, you know, your voice as the background to some of that hard heart work that we need to be doing in adoration. And adoration isn't intimidating, but it's an opportunity to have that spiritual heart transplant, to be able to be touched by the Lord. So like you told your story, how you came back home renewed a different person and i imagine you would say a better version you didn't (laughs) yeah (laughs) right i hope i hope a better i hope every day i'm a a little bit of a better version of myself um we just went through a a bout of uh, every single person in the family had covid and then we had ear infections and (laughs) and i don't know if i was a better person every day after that but yeah you know um life. I mean, we're all just trying to slowly refine and become better and better versions of ourselves. And ultimately, I can't make myself a better version of myself. I can't will myself to be a better version of myself. If there's anything God teaches us, is that only He has the power to transform us. Only He has the power to to make us better. And so if we want to be better versions of ourselves, it begins with doing the doing the work of spending time with God and asking God to help bring us to that next place. Well, I want to just transition real quick, Tori, to your book, Holy Spirit 101. And um, before we ask you about the book, I want to read your in the, the most recent Amazon review that was up for the book. And it said, this was one of the best books I have ever read on the church's teaching on how the Holy Spirit moves grace for the good of the church. I'm very grateful to Miss Harris and her clear explanations, accurate catechesis, practical application of this often misunderstood part of the church. The power of the Holy Spirit is a necessity part of Christian life. Charismatic grace is not just a unique experience for the select and the few, but rather an important part of Christian life. And the, the it goes on and on, but I just had to share with you, a lot of times as authors, we don't know what our Amazon reviews, how it impacts people, but this is a real example of how your book, Holy Spirit 101, touched someone. So, you know, share with our listeners why you wrote the book and, you know, what, what fruits you've seen from this project. Um. Well, the how I wrote or why I wrote the book was again referring to this conversion experience that I had when I was in college. Uh, it all had to do with an encounter with the Holy Spirit, and it's and it, and to be explicit with everyone listening, it, it had to do with someone uh, praying and yielding to the gift of tongues. Which to me, as this, I mean, I was a, a lifelong faithful Catholic. I went to daily mass, and I'd never heard of any of these kinds of phenomena like healing or miracles or prophecy. And so the first thing I did was I went to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, and I started searching through the Catechism to try to find an explanation for these kinds of things that I was seeing and witnessing and hearing, but it wasn't there. And so then I went to um, some of my old religion textbooks that I had from high school. And no explanation was there. And I remember feeling so frustrated that there wasn't a place that I could go to to learn about the gifts and charisms of of the Holy Spirit. And so Holy Spirit 101, the text, uh, was actually, it's a fruit of my own personal academic journey and academic search for answers to very basic questions like, what is the gift of tongues? When is it good? When is it bad? When are we... How does God want us to manifest this gift? Does God want us to manifest this gift? Is it real? Is it not real? Uh, and Holy Spirit 101, like that was 
what it was is it was kind of like my own, yeah, it was my own research journey to find these answers. And what's really nice is that all the answers eventually did come from the church. They weren't found in the catechism that you can, that was published in 1988 that you can buy at your local bookstore. But they are, surprisingly, all the answers are, are from the early church fathers. Uh, so it's St. Thomas Aquinas and Tertullian and Origen and all these wonderful, great minds. St. Teresa of uh, Avila, right? all these wonderful doctors of the church have wonderful things to teach us. It, and Holy Spirit 101 was just me trying to find that information and, and put it together so that I could know for my own benefit. That's fantastic. You are listening to Inspired by Faith, the program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. I'm Michelle Fanley. I'm in studio. I'm Michelle Emily Giavanet. I'm in studio with Michelle Fanley, and we are having such a fun and amazing interview with our guest Tori Harris. Well, Tori, will you tell our listeners where they can find you and more of your work, and where they can listen to your music? Yes. Well, you can always come visit me in Texas. Um, <laughs> if anybody wants to fly down, it's always hot, <laughs> even in the winter time. Um, and if you're okay with crazy children, I have some really wild ones that are so much fun. Um, but if you want to find me online, my uh, website is ToriHarris.com. Um, you can also search for me on Google. But even better, like write me an email or send me a message because um, I would just love to connect, especially with other women, about the faith. Well, you're going to definitely connect with a lot of women. Yeah, absolutely. And will you give our listeners a little encouragement to to come to the conference? What would you say to them? Like, why should they give up their Saturday in February? Oh, please give up your Saturday in February because you Christian the Christian life and the Christian walk was never meant to be lived alone. Uh, we can't become saints by ourselves. Uh, there's a great quote from Saint. Uh, John Paul II, he said that saints grow in clusters. They grow together. Uh, God himself is not just one God. He's God that's a trinity of persons. And so come, the, the thing about this women's conference is it's a bunch of women who believe what you believe and who are on the same journey that you're on and who are uh, going through the same things that you're going through. And all of us are looking to Christ to be our hope. And so where there aren't that many opportunities where you can come and be united by such a wonderful group of people who want the same thing that you want, who are going to encourage you, who are going to support you, uh, as as the Columbus, the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. So for ladies, please go. Husbands, if you're listening, um, let your wives go. Offer to watch the kids um, so that she can come and, and be uplifted and have have a wonderful experience that'll that'll change the course of your spring, your summer, and maybe even your year. Amen. Oh, it was so wonderful to talk to you. We cannot wait to meet you in person. So we will be keeping you in prayer. Please keep us and all our attendees in prayer, and we will see you in February. Yes. All right. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to meeting you. Oh, great. And please pray for good weather. (laughs) And tell the kids Columbus said hi. Yes, we love hearing their little cute voices in the background. (laughs) (laughs) I know. They're like, they all just appeared. How are you doing, guys? All right. God bless. All right. Take care. Thank you so much. All right. God bless you. Bye. Oh, that was so sweet. I love those little babes. You remember the days when we had them all under, under you know, waist size down, right? Amen. You know what? And I think that, you know, Tori 
giving, being able to be on with us today means so much because she's sure balancing a lot. And for her to give her weekend away for to be with us, to share her gifts and talents, when you, you know, download her music, you'll realize she truly is a phenomenal singer. So to to step away from her vocation to be with us is a huge gift. Yes. And I know, I promise if you do listen you know, like in the car I just happen to you know my songs rotate shuffle automatically on my phone and her music came on the other day and it was like perfect timing like come holy spirit was on it was like I just cranked it way up and just started belting it out singing down Henderson Road here and it was it was what I just what I needed so she has such a gift and such a beautiful voice so I know you'll really enjoy hearing her and I know she will bring you closer to the Lord during that Eucharistic adoration time Well, I think she brought up a really good point, Michelle, about the idea of encounter, right? You have these moments in your life and they're real opportunities for change. You know, and a lot of times the world tells you, oh, you can't change. You're, you're stuck doing the way you are. But our faith is an opportunity for change, not because we will it, right? But because the, the grace comes to give us new vision, new understanding. And I think back to, you know, our journey, we've shared a lot about this, but you know, each day is an opportunity for change. Each one of those milestones, you know, you, you hopefully you see, you start to see that progress. Yeah. And, you know, we were just meeting um, with our conference team and we were meeting with our MC, Sister Anna, and she asked us, why, why do you do this? Why do you keep coming back and doing this and volunteering to do this job? And we said, you know what? Every year, by the time the conference comes around, you're so exhausted and think, why, why do I do this? But every year after the conference, you are so on fire and so filled with so many wonderful gifts of grace that you are just like, how can I not do this? This is so amazing. And everybody has is given different gifts. You know, I know we've talked about this before, like your gift might be something you heard from one of the speakers. Your gift might be the music. Your gift might be a book you pick up in the vendor area. Your gift might be the fact that you saw your friend that you hadn't seen in five years and you reconnect at lunch. So there's so many beautiful gifts during this day. And then, and God wants to give you these amazing graces, these amazing gifts this conference season. So we hope that you are putting this on your calendar, February 19th, 2022. Uh, registration is open at columbuscatholicwomen.com. And we also have a live stream this year. So we know that some of you live far away. We love that St. Gabriel reaches statewide and you know on the internet even further. So if you want to participate and you don't live in Columbus, Ohio, um, maybe you want to get a group of your girlfriends together and watch it in your living room or in your parish. So we're going to do um, a live stream this year so you can participate in that way. That is great news for everyone. And you know, if you get that last minute, oh, my kid is sick or something like that, you know, that opportunity to live stream is really, really a gift. So, you know, the gifts to be unpackaged, like you said, um, again, Tori um, spoke about Father Day Pavanka. So we know the Holy Spirit is going to be a strong theme throughout the day. And it's not just talking, it's receiving the gifts and really um, being transformed. Yeah, I love how Tori, she talked in her book, about the Holy Spirit, that when you can receive these outpourings of the Holy Spirit, and I think the conference is one of those things that if you ask God for that outpouring, you'll receive some of the graces are an emergence of charisms, a deep hunger and thirst for prayer, a desire to read scripture, power over sin and evil habits, detachment from material goods, and growth in union with God. So those are some of the gifts. So when you sit there and you're at that 
in adoration or at mass of the conference and you ask the Holy Spirit to pour out you know, his grace is upon you. This is some of the gifts um, that you can receive. And um, who doesn't need that? Who doesn't need <laughs> all of those? Right? The power over sin and evil habits, like come to the conference just to get the Holy Spirit to get over your evil habits and, and patterns. So I think that that's the hope of breaking these cycles that we, the world tells you will never break. No, with the Holy Spirit, with the Lord. And, and then, you know, 2,000 other women, 3,000 other women that are your witness that something you can come away different. And there is so much healing. I know we were both at a holy hour with Father Dave Pavanka in October a few years ago. And I mean, I was just sobbing, like just the gifts that I and the graces and the beauty and the power. And he was standing like right in front of us with that monstrance. And it was one of the most profound experiences of my life. And just some of the things that he had said and we sang that day, it was it was very powerful. And I knew like we had to we had to get Father Dave to come no matter what. We've been waiting for years, so I was so glad it finally worked out. Well, it's definitely not gonna be a boring day. We have we have definitely established that. It's gonna be a fantastic day. It's gonna be a day full of the Holy Spirit and we're having a world class musician coming in and being able to not just perform but lead us in worship. So super blessed. Um, you know, we're gonna close with a little prayer to the Holy Spirit. And, you know, get our, should we do a quick recap of everyone else? Do we have two minutes? We got got two two minutes. minutes. Let's go through the rest of our um, speakers real quick. We're super excited to have Sister Tracy Dugas, who is a sister of the Daughters of St. Paul, who are, they are the millennial nuns. They call us very into social media and promoting the gospel through all sorts of media. Uh, Lisa Brennickmeyer, who is the founder of Walking with Purpose. So get your Walking with Purpose group together, ladies, and bring them all together to the conference. Um, Father Dave Pavanka that we've been speaking about, the president of Franciscan University, and Janelle Foligno, who is the wife of Nick Foligno, former captain of the Columbus Blue Jackets, now out in Boston. And she's going to be sharing about her faith journey and, you know, being the wife of a superstar and but living out your Catholic faith. Hey, that those are really important themes, and I'm very excited. So, Michelle, let us close in prayer with, with hearts that are just overjoyed over this beautiful opportunity to be here today. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Oh, Holy Spirit, beloved of my soul, I adore you. Enlighten me, guide me, strengthen me, console me. Tell me what I should do. Give me your orders. I promise to submit myself to all that you desire of me and to accept all you permit to happen to me. Let me only know your will. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Thank you for joining us today at Inspired by Faith. We hope that you are blessed and inspired by this episode. To find out more about the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference, visit ColumbusCatholicWomen.com or to learn more about the work that we do between Michelle and I, visit InspireTheFaith.com. Be sure to check it all out. God bless. Thank you. Thank you.